0: The following is an episode of Ward Radio and does not represent the thoughts or the opinions of KHTS, its owners, or any of its affiliates, nor does it represent the official opinion of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. With that said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. Uh, In a nutshell, this is why I said hold the presses, in a nutshell, you're saying that you and Casey Kern and this unknown dude who looks like a Dale, you guys have found the cave in Miners Hill, where the manuscript, parts of the manuscript at least, of the Book of Mormon were copied.
1: That's that's what we're laying out from the historical sources, yes. We have a cave that the Smiths helped to construct, part of which is still there.
0: So we could go to New York, uh, uh, believably, if all, all this is, is true, and find the cave of records Joseph Smith was y- talking yes.
1: about. Yes. Did you find it? What? Dog! Dude, this sounds awesome! And they were digging a tunnel to try to reach that chamber. Yeah.
0: I can hear all the Exomas children cheering, Yeah! Filthy
1: Treasure Digger!
0: Casey and Dale, miners, cave rangers. There could still be treasure. ladies and gentlemen, back to Ward Radio. I'm your host, Cardinalis, and today I'm joined in the studio by Brad Whitbeck, as well as Don Bradley, the uh, professor of all things prestigious and polygamous, the historian de, de rigueur, of Ward Radio, and ostensibly the numero uno right now on your bookshelf, author of The Lost 116 Pages, who today is going to talk about some super interesting history of Miner's Hill and the Cave of Records. Don Bradley, just take it away. I 100% thought you were going to say the Cave of Wonders. Like, yeah. that's where I was going with this. <laughs> like, what? This is... The records. Still awesome. I want to hear what what this is. The, the wondrous Cave of Records. Go, got, Bob yeah. Bradley.
1: All kinds of like, we got controversy today. We got like weirdness today. All of it. Okay. So Cave of Records, people have probably heard about this idea of Cave of Records or Cave of Plates where uh, Joseph Smith and Albert Cowdery are supposed to have gone after. The translation of the Book of Mormon, yeah. maybe to like return the plates, and in this cave they see that there are all kinds of ancient Nephite, maybe Jaredite, whatever records there, mm-hmm. and the even that there's the like table. a table with maybe like the sort of Laban on it, yeah, and like the sword is like reforged. So and Brigham says it has writing on it that says like this sword R- shall never again be this? sheathed. This is Brigham Young. This is well, Brigham Young says some of this, and then there's other there are other people saying these things that. It's, there's a kind of lore that builds up around all this. Okay. Now Brigham remembers that Oliver Cowdery told him something about this. Okay. And and okay. I will come back to some of the some of the details on this and what might have been going on with Ooh. this narrative, right? Because we we do have this story. So people say like um, it was in the. Well, i just lay it out now. Um, so. People often say that this cave was in the Hill Cumorah. Now, David Whitmer, one of the three witnesses, he said when he was asked, is this cave in the Hill Cumorra? He said, no, but very near that place. Right. So reportedly there was a cave in a hill, it wasn't the Hill Cumorah, but it's near there. So we know the Cave of Records has to be in New York then. It would, if if there is such a cave, it would have to be right in that area of like Palmyra, Manchester, New York. Yes. Right near Camora.
0: So we could go to New York, uh, uh, believably, if all of this is true, and find the Cave of Records Joseph Smith was y- talking yes. about. Yes. Yes.
1: Did you find it? What? Dude, Dude, tell me this did. sounds awesome. So, um... When Brigham says Oliver Cowdery had told him that they'd gone to this cave of records, right? I think that Brigham's memory may be exaggerating somewhat, right? So, because what David Whitmer tells is when the angel comes and shows them, brings like a table with all the Nephite relics on it, shows them these relics. He says that at the end of that experience, they see the messenger take those relics back to a cave now Mm -hmm. it based on where they had this experience it doesn't seem like it would be a cave that was right there Mm -hmm. it seems like they would have that would have had to been a vision at the end of their experience where they see the angel taking these things to a cave okay and so this is why david whitmer has this understanding that there's a cave that's nearby the hill kimura where these records and things are kept and so when Brigham says well I remember Oliver talking about this cave and that he and Joseph Smith had encountered this cave I actually think he's referring to I think Oliver told him about the three witnesses experience and how at the end of that experience they saw the messenger returning the plates and relics to a cave in vision I don't think that they actually went into the cave which is what Brigham thinks he remembers Oliver saying there's lore (laughs) there's a lot there's things written about lore about the cave of records and so on and it gets wrapped up in like controversies over Book of Mormon geography because obviously if the Book of Mormon takes place down in Mesoamerica it's kind of weird that you'd have this cave full of records you know like all these records I'm of the heart and mind that if it requires a US
0: passport to go visit it it's not from the Book of Mormon and if the political <laughs> borders of the United States ever change my <laughs> geographical views of Book of Mormon geography change with it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Very nice, Carden. Very you know, nice. since you can go to Puerto Rico on a driver's license, I'm down with the Puerto Rican uh, geography model of the Book of Mormon. <laughs> All right, but if I got to get a passport, I'm out of here.
1: That's that's really solid <laughs> solid reasoning. No,
0: that's- I'm just kidding. I, like, I swear. I think there are people that like legitimately feel that way, though. It's there kind of funny. Be. Yeah. So,
1: so yes. So, under certain understandings of Book of Mormon geography things take place right all around New York in that area. And so then it makes more sense for masses of records to be in a physical Mm. cave there and so on. Kind of like a hill
0: shim situation. Right. Yeah. right. So
1: it gets bound up in issues of Book of Mormon geography. Those are not my issues. I I do history. That's what interests me, right? Okay. So when we look, though, near the Hill Cumorah, At other hills in the area, Mm -hmm. a mile away from the Hill Cumorah, there's a hill called Miner's Hill. Hmm. And there are actually quite a few historical records that show that the Smith family in the early 1820s, before Joseph encounters Moroni in the Golden Plates, they are digging with neighbors in that hill. So we have accounts saying Alvin Smith was very involved in this dig and their neighbors, the Chase... Family a- in like a involved. treasure digging sort of exploit. A treasure digging, interesting. Exploit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so um, we know we're told that uh, seer from miles away, Lumen Walter is called in mm. by the Chase family, hired to help with that dig and so on. So, Joseph Smith Jr. is not like the uh, treasure seer leading this dig, but members of his family are digging as part of this dig now as
0: what, like hired laborers I assume uh, or co-investors will, like when you purchased a ship will, that was going to go out yeah to sea? maybe okay th-
1: they're part of the venture we don't know completely it the venture was financed by one of the Smith's close neighbors William Stafford and so the Smiths are not financing it. Chases are not financing it. Stafford's financing it. And so Stafford is apparently the guy who hires Lumen Walter to come in from 30 miles away or whatever. and And okay. as okay. the treasure seer. Okay. So we're told Alvin Smith digs on it. We're told Joseph Smith Sr. digs on it quite a bit. It appears Joseph Smith Jr. does, but his role in that particular dig doesn't appear to be as prominent. Right? Yeah. Although there are some later accounts that say that even though Joseph wasn't the seer on that dig, that he, once he has his seer stone, he looks and he says that there are certain things in that hill, right? Like there's a mm. chamber inside the hill. Yeah. And so um, there are lots of 19th century accounts about a tunnel. The Smiths and the Chases and others digging a tunnel deep into that hill. Some accounts said 40 feet, some said 100 feet. There's actually evidence from the ground above where part, you can see where part of the tunnel collapsed, and it is quite long. It wouldn't surprise me if it's like 100 feet that they went. Okay? Wow, okay. This is removing tons of earth. This probably was more than just the Smiths and Chases digging. Probably people were digging for years after them to oh, make wow. the tunnel that long, right? They're looking for hidden treasures. And some people have been skeptical of the accounts. They've looked back and they've been, well, like, you know, we don't have accounts of this until years later. Like what people say about like Joe Smith's polygamy, for mm-hmm. instance, right? Well, most of the accounts are significantly later. So is this where the Smith's really involved in this? Well, as a matter of fact, they were. Okay. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> indications that we no have of this. Okay? <laughs> so, so I can p- hear all the Exodus children cheering. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> <filthy> Tragedy. <laughs> there are dozens of sources about this. Okay? <coughs> oh, that one really and, cost me. And the mm-hmm. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the sources okay, that we have include uh, Abner Cole. Now, Abner Cole is not usually smiled upon by Latter-day Saints who know about him because uh-huh. he was a facetious. Um, known by another name. In Palmyra, Obadiah Dogberry writes under this name. There you he go. writes early very early, 1829, 1830 era like articles in his newspaper about the Book of Mormon. And they are very snide, they're sarcastic, right? Yeah. And so people are like, Well, Abner Cole is just trying to make fun of all this. Okay. But here's the thing. Who is Abner Cole relative to the Miners Hill property? He talks about the Miners Hill dig. How would he know? Why should we believe what he says? Let me guess.
0: He's the owner.
1: He's the owner. (laughs) Wait, really? He's literally the owner of the property at the time the dig is happening. Okay. And he has a Mm brother-in-law. His sister married a guy... Named Samuel T. Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Samuel T. Lawrence was part of the local treasure digging group that the Smiths and Chases were part of. Oh, he's one of the people who later, because of that, because treasure diggers would make a deal with each other uh-huh. that, like, if any of us finds a treasure, we d- all divide it. Yeah, yeah. So nobody we'll goes to split off up their the own. booty. So when Joseph Smith later gets the gold plates, the tre- local treasure diggers are like, "You were part of this treasure digging group with us." We're supposed to be sharing that treasure with us. Oh, it's gold. We want it. So that's, that's why, why you they're have... trying to rob him. Yeah. Rob him, when they're it. showing up seeking so Lumen him. So, Walter yeah. is part of that attempt to steal Samuel Lawrence is one of the big ringleaders in the attempt to steal. Why? Because they had done treasure digs together, like at Miners Hill. Okay? Ah. Abner Cole, that's his brother in law. Okay. His brother in law. Abner Cole owns the property. And probably the way they get permission, the treasuring group gets permission to dig on the property is. His brother-in-law is one of the treasure diggers. Mm-hmm. And so when people are like, well, how would Abner Cole know? Because uh, he owns the property and his brother-in-law is one of the people digging on it And they probably got his permission through the brother-in-law to do it. Like, okay. like that's how he would know. Yeah. And he's only writing about this a few years later. So there's every reason to think he would know stuff about it. Every yeah. reason. right? And so he writes in his newspaper, he writes about Lumen Walter being brought in for the dig he writes uh, comparing Joseph Smith to Muhammad because Muhammad had had visions in a cave. Oh, well, he's thinking they dug this cave. Joseph Smith's claiming visions. He's drawing the the connecting the dots, he's drawing a parallel. Right. He says that the Smiths talked about large and spacious chambers under the ground. Right. He's referring to like in the in Miners Hill, they believed it was believed there was some sort of treasure in a chamber there, and they were digging a tunnel to try to reach that chamber. Right? Yeah. And then, um, is this what the first
0: seer that they hired had projected that there was a chamber underneath there?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so, poor um, guys!
1: <laughs> okay. Not only was there an owner of the property, there were renters on the property. Hey, okay? hmm. and the renters were the Saunders family, and one of the renters there is Lorenzo Saunders. He later. Gives a detailed account where he talks about the Smiths digging on the property while they while the Saunders family lived there, and he says Joseph Smith Senior was there digging day after day. Hmm. So we have the owner whose brother in law was part of the dig. We have the renters living on the property saying, "Yep, Smiths were there all the time digging." Okay, we also have. The family of the financier of the dig, William Stafford, one of his sons, and his son-in-law, Charles W. Brown, who became sort of the town historian for Manchester, they both leave accounts of the Miner's Hill dig where the Smiths are a big part of the dig. Mm -hmm. So we've also got Peter Ingersoll, who's part of the local treasure digging group, talking about the Miner's Hill dig. (laughs) So I was like okay, yes, we've we've only got, right, like the guy who owned the property, whose brother-in-law was part of the dig, one of the other diggers, the people renting the property, living there at the time who witnessed it, and the financier's family. Uh, We've only, only got them and a bunch of other people saying know, the man. Smiths were involved. So yeah, I don't know. I'd be really skeptical about yeah. this, right? Yeah, like, sounds like a conspiracy right. to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the Smiths were part of this dig, right? Yeah. So they dug this, helped dig this big tunnel. The tunnel's there for years and years. There are things in like newspaper about it and so on. And then sometime around the early '70s, like it, there's a newspaper, another newspaper article about it. And then it kind of seems to disappear. Okay. And so um, the um, the latter day couple latter day saint guys go out there in like 2015, I think. Uh, Casey Kern and a friend of his, they go out and they talk to the owner of the property. And they're Casey, like,
0: he's the guy that we talked about that runs the book, book of Mormon, Mormon dot online. online. Yeah, he does yeah, okay.
1: great resources online. Awesome Excellent stuff. researcher and stuff. Awesome he called guy. me the
0: other day with a local number from California. And I was like, what are you? California He's like, no, nah, I'm in Korea, dude. Like, and, he, Sim, and he goes, oh, yeah, my last name's Kern. So I bought the number from Kern County, California. <laughs>
1: and I was like, oh, okay. Nice. I was
0: like, I get it. Yeah, the kid's got style, bro. The so, kid's got style. So
1: Casey goes out there with a friend of his. They get permission from the owner to look for this. The owner's looking with them for this cave, yeah. right? And they uncover the entrance to the cave. Wait, really?
0: Please oh, tell yeah. me there's video footage of them just like going through the jungle. And then all of a sudden there's some little rock that just tumbles down and they hear the echo. Of- I don't know about the video,
1: but we got pictures. Did you, do you have the picture? That's up? in the Is discord, up? right? Yeah. All right. Rock on so the into the discord. Casey, we go. And, and unfortunately I'm having a brain phrase and I'm forgetting, forgive me other, other party to the dig. I'm forgetting his first name. Um,
0: this guy right here? He's
1: with him, yeah.
0: You know so what? He looks a like a Dale. We're just gonna cave. call him
1: Dale. It's Casey and Dale. <laughs> Casey and Dale, Miners <laughs> Cave Rangers. So there's a picture <laughs> nice. from down in the cave after they uncovered it right, wow. of them standing up at the front. Hey. Okay? Dude. So that's so massive. Part of the cave still there. These guys right? are
0: each six foot like eight, right? No,
1: they're they're both nine feet tall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. It's a massive so, 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 tunnels still there now, since then, some like the the uh, entrance actually has caved in has like eroded, they did put add some supports back in the cave, so at least part of the cave's still back there. We don't know how much might be in deeper into the hill. okay, mm. Here's what's going on now, okay, This is being sold. this property. No, the, save the, the clock tower, save the cave. So, the current owners uh, it's husband and wife uh-huh. um they wanna sell um and so this has been listed, and I'm apparently not supposed to say too much. Uh, How much detail, do I have to buy it for? I
0: will put the broadcast <laughs> equipment of Ward Radio in the freaking cave. <laughs> Broadcasting build... from Miners Hill Cave. <laughs> yeah. oh, Broadcasting yeah. from the sacred bunker of the <laughs> hidden records of Mormon, Ward Radio. <laughs>
1: yes. So, so give me the freaking number. are selling. Okay.
0: No, I'm not even going to edit this until it's already sold. Like, I'm going to buy this thing first.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. Keep going. So there was a listing. I'm not seeing the listing still when I look today. Online. I'm slashing someone's I'm tires. Like, I'm not sure. I am slashing but somebody's tires. people can tires. reach out to you. They can reach out to me. I am physically and I intimidating like, somebody yeah.
0: <laughs> until they sell me the
1: land. <laughs> what the heck? So it had been listed at a certain price, which since it's that price no longer appears to be listed online, I won't say it. I, If I were bidding on this property to try to secure it, I would bid in the upper hundreds. Um, why should people buy this property? First off, we have a cave that the Smiths helped to construct, part of which is still there. You think about like the Smith homes in Manchester, Palmyra area, right? Uh, those homes have had to be reconstructed. They're not still there What the Smiths mm. built. There's something here that the Smiths built, along with others, part mm. of which still remains. Yeah, right? of this course. You're going to find stuff, something. Right? Dude, that's so, awesome. So it remains. It, it needs to be preserved. Part of this hill is being torn down and being used as landfill. That's a potential fate for this. If people oh. who don't care about Latter-day Saint history get this, just... You know, whoever buys this, and they don't care about preserving it, this could become just destroyed as landfill or whatever. This also, by the way, probably has further sacred significance. Not only is it likely connected with the lore about the Cave of Records. Yeah. There is Casey and I are have evidence that Oliver Cowdery, and we're still working on this, and we weren't planning on going public with it yet, but now that this is being sold, we, we mm-hmm. want to work on it more and publish. But there is some indication that Oliver Cowdery may have done some of the copying of the Book of Mormon printer's manuscript in this cave. What? Okay. So Oliver... Oh, interesting. After, when they're doing the printer's manuscript, Joseph moves back down to Pennsylvania. Oliver stays up in New York. He's copying the manuscript so that when the manuscript they give the printer is not the actual original manuscript, so more of the original manuscript does not get stolen, like happened with you know the yeah. part that Martin Harris had borrowed. So Oliver is staying at, with the Smiths in Hiram's cabin. There are a bunch of Smiths living there. It's a tiny space. Where is he? Like taking all his manuscripts and like spreading them out and doing the copying and double checking. Uh, probably isn't room there, right? Hmm. Interestingly. He signs his letters, and I've gotten this confused before, which was Palmyra and which is Manchester, (laughs) so I hope I say this right. Um, Miner's Hill Cave, as I understand it, is in – it's in Manchester, but Oliver was signing his letters saying that he was writing them from Palmyra. So Oliver's writing letters saying, hey, I'm copying the manuscript. I'm up to this point in the Book of Alma – and he's writing letters to Joseph Smith down in Pennsylvania, and he's signing, dating the letter, and then he's saying, I'm in Palmyra. Well, uh, no, he's, sorry. He's saying oh, – I got that totally wrong. I think Hiram's living in Palmyra. The Smiths are living in Palmyra. The cave is in Manchester. He's signing from Manchester.
0: oh, okay. So he's
1: not – doing the copying at the Smith home. Where is he doing it? So the typesetter who receives this manuscript, who Mahler gives this manuscript to, to do the typesetting at the Grandin Press, John H. Gilbert, is a man with a fantastic memory. He gives detailed descriptions of the manuscript that he receives that we can check against the actual printed manuscript. He's like dead on, right? Mm -hmm. He says the manuscript was being brought to him from a cave. Now, he thinks the book's actually being translated in a cave, which we know is not the case. But the fact that he believes Oliver's bringing this manuscript to him from a cave suggests Oliver could be doing copying work in the cave, that would explain yeah. why Oliver is signing his letters from someplace other than the Hiram Smith cabin uh, okay. and why hold the John H. Gilbert remembers this. So this is a church history site. The Smiths dig there. This is remnants of something that they constructed, a tunnel, and yeah. it may be part of the coming forth of the Book of Mormon where Oliver Cowdery copied the printer's manuscript. Okay, so, so
0: in a nutshell, this is why I said hold the presses, in a nutshell, you're saying that you... And Casey Kern and this unknown dude who looks like a Dale, you guys have found the cave in Miners Hill where the manuscript, parts of the manuscript, at least, of the Book of Mormon were
1: copied. That's that's what we're laying out from the historical sources, yes. Dude, so there are all sorts that's of historical awesome. reasons to buy this. Yeah. And there could still be treasure.
0: No one has found it yet, so maybe. This is
1: what a, percent chance is there that there's treasure in this hill? I have no dog? idea. I have no idea. <laughs> Give me a number. Chamber. Okay. We gotta find the chamber. There's a house on the property, right? Okay. So, so this is not just about buying a cave. There's a house. Oh, really? There's there's a house, there's a house. There's a house. There's a house there. It's too. a ten okay. acre property. Oh wow! Okay. So. People, someone million? could wow. buy this. Dude, they could rent it out to people. This can be a kind of investment. This doesn't just have to be preserve this property. But if it is preserved, right, then, then if someone buys it who's interested in church history, then it doesn't get destroyed. It can be listed on the New York State Historic Sites Registry. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Keep it or, private. Or not. Okay. But I'm just saying that's one possibility. It can be preserved, right? It, the site could be, potentially be restored. It could be excavated, so we could find material culture that the Smiths and others left there—piece of a pickaxe, stakes they put in the ground, whatever. We could figure out more the how treasure doing they the were looking for. The part whole of the time. lost
0: 116 pages. <laughs> we could figure
1: out more about the treasure digging practices of the time. All kinds of possibilities here. But first, the cave actually has to be purchased and preserved. That's step one. Ah, and there's urgency to this.
0: Okay, awesome. Unfortunately, we have to go. There's a hard out coming up here, but we're going to stay after just for a moment to give a couple of extra details about this miner's cave Um, this has been totally awesome Don Bradley thank you for showing up strong for us everybody who's listening on the radio make sure you buy his book The Lost 116 Pages Reconstructing the Book of Mormon's Missing Stories if you're watching us on YouTube or at hometownstation.com please make sure you check out his book and as always for this and more check us out on wardradio.com also if you want to support this show you want to support our efforts please Please check us out on Venmo at Ward Radio and on the Cash App at Ward Radio. Any contribution you can give us is very welcome. It's been real and it's been fun and it's been real fun. This is AM 1220 KHTS and FM98.1. We will see you guys in the next program.